again, thank you for watching another episode of Carving the Divine TV. My name is Yujiro Seki. I'm a director, writer, and producer of Carving the Divine. So Carving the Divine is a documentary about the modern day bushi. Bushis are 1,400 year uh, old uh, Japanese tradition of uh, wood carving tradition, uh, people who make uh, Buddhist statues in Japan. So I made a documentary about it. And the reason why that I'm doing what I'm doing right now is for you guys to understand a little bit about the Buddhism so that you can get the maximum value in my documentary. So uh, I'm fortunate to have a guest here again, a scholar and one of the intelligent men that I met in my life, uh, Michael uh, Jordan Van Hotzenwald. Welcome, Thank Michael. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. Beautiful, beautiful. So, Michael, please tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, uh, please. So, I've been working at LACMA for about a year and a half now, where I've been interning also with the Japanese art department and specializing in their Buddhist art, uh, specifically there. And I am, the, I am writing a handbook on Japanese Buddhist art for LACMA, which will come out sometime in the new year. Beautiful, great. So let's dive into the question here. So uh, we would like to know who Siddhartha Gautama was. Okay. We, yeah, we'd like to know whose Buddha was, uh, you know, this hot guy, everybody's talking about the, uh, in town, all over yeah. LA County, uh, around the world. So. Yeah. We would like to know a little bit about him. Okay, so Siddhartha Gautama was born in, the, in a little town named Lumbini, which is in Himalayan, northern India. And he was also known as Shakyamuni, the sage of the Sakya or lion tribe. Um, when he was born, he had this, this, not an immaculate birth, but he had this birth where his mother, uh, Maya, felt no pain. And uh, there are multiple stories affiliated with his birth. But one of them is that when he was born, he pointed with one hand to the heavens and one hand to the earth as a child and said, I alone am honored between heaven and on earth. And so he has a very, he had an awareness of who he was even at a young age. Um, when he was uh, growing up, his father tried to keep him secluded to the uh, palace where he was born. And that is so that his son would not be exposed to the troubles and um, tribulations of those living outside. But Siddhartha Gautama wandered away from the complex four times. The first time he saw a old man, then he saw a sick man, a dying man, and then he saw an ascetic, which is a meditant monk. And he realized that there is more to life than just the wealth and riches that he grew up with. So what he ended up doing is he left his wife, he left his newborn child at the palace where he was growing up. And he decided to go and practice extreme asceticism to seek truth. Um, and he went up to the top of the mountain. He, according to apocryphal stories, he lived off of a single grain of rice and a single drop of water a day. But then he realized that extreme meditation, living um, an extreme life of uh, poverty, of suffering, he realized that that wasn't a way to recognize real truth. So then he, he decided to seek the way of moderation. 
And that's when he decided to go beneath the tree at Bodh Gaya. And he meditated uh, very, very uh, aggressively. It was a very intense meditation. And then he finally happened upon truth. Now, there is a story affiliated with his enlightenment beneath the tree there with the demon Mara. But that is something that I would like to go into a little bit more detail with later on um, when we're talking about sculptures in particular, because Mara is a creature, uh, a demon who tried to tempt Buddha. And so he was enlightened. He achieved the realization of ultimate truth beneath the tree at Bodh Gaya. And then very soon after that, he did what is called the first turning of the wheel of Dharma, which happened at the Deer Park in Sarnath. And his first turning of the wheel of the law of Dharma covered the four noble truths and what would become the law basket that we discussed earlier and the sutra basket, which are two parts of the three basket um, scriptures. Um, the second turning of the wheel of Dharma happened at Vulture Peak in Rashkir. And this one covered the concepts of emptiness and compassion, which are the essences of the Bodhisattva path which are what Buddhist adherents follow to become um, a Buddha themselves or to achieve Buddhahood and to achieve enlightenment. The third turning of the wheel of the law um, happened at Shravasti and other locations in Northern India. And these looked at the truths of the Buddha nature and its transcendent qualities. And then finally, Siddhartha Gautama, he met his end with a, uh, it's, the stories are debatable, but one story says a um, poisonous mushroom Another says spoiled pork, but the idea is that this food was too rich or um, too uh, malicious for his body to handle, and the Buddha ultimately passed away underneath a grove of sala trees in uh, Kushinagar, surrounded by his disciples and surrounded by the animals of nature. So he was an important guy, right? He was a very important guy, and all the teachings that he disseminated during his life, wandering around northern India, became the scriptures that make up the Buddhist canon. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah, you talk about the Bodhisattva, and we don't know anything about Bodhisattva, but yeah. I think we don't really have a time to explain it today. Yes. So, yeah, uh, we'll talk about it next time. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'm no, hoping that in the following episode, so I don't know if it's going to be next time or not. But uh, yeah, so I, I think it's important to understand Bodhisattva as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that in following episodes, we can actually discuss each of the specific deities you might see depicted in sculpture. Beautiful. So great. Uh, Okay, so Michael, uh, thank you very much for your time. And uh, uh, like always, what's going on in your world? So right now I am working on that handbook that I talked about a little bit earlier. I'm doing a lot of intensive research for that. But I am also working on a couple art projects that I can't, I can't say anything about yet, but that I would be happy to disclose through this channel later on. Great. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, like always, uh, if you haven't liked my Facebook page, please like it and uh, follow me on Instagram and the Twitter because that's how we do it in the 21st century. Yes, it is. Great. So yeah, thank you for your time again, Michael. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for everything. I really appreciate you having me here today. Thank you. So talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Take care. Take care.